0: This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the only official home of Swamp Boys Genetics. You can also find TH Seeds, Aficionado Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. yeah here we go welcome to the show podcast world i'm your host my friends call me rasta jeff and this is episode 636 of the grow from your heart podcast in this episode i'm going to focus mainly on patreon questions before we get there let's do a few shout outs to a few members of the 710 club of course the 710 club are those folks who support us on patreon at the $7.10 a month level or higher. So with no further ado, let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to my friend Brohan78. Let's send a big thank you shout out to 13Spark. Let's send a special thank you shout out to my buddy Thomas McGinnis. Let's send a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to our buddy Mobius Grows. Let's send a special fist bump to Canna Reaper. Let's send a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you to the Red-Eyed Optimist. Let's send a special thank you shout out to Grow Man Stan and Riven Waters. Let's send a big thank you to struggle rock and stash drop let's send a big fist bump to the big sexy dank and black hippie and then let's wrap it all up with the big grow from your heart podcast thank you shout out to a longtime supporter and a big friend let's send a special thank you shout out to the bafsta big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on patreon if you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so all you've got to do is visit www. Patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And of course, I did include a link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. Maybe you're in the garden, maybe you're driving, maybe you're at work. Who knows what you're doing maybe you can't reach into your pocket pull out your phone right now patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart the link is in the notes whenever you are ready and seriously thank you for all of the continued patreon support i'm going to talk a little bit about patreon in a moment first let's talk about the seed exchange event that's right the secret stash brought to you by groovy gravy is coming up may 22nd at a secret location in denver that's right When you get your tickets and the event gets closer to happening you will get the exact location don't worry it's a great venue it's a great spot parking will be available you will be safe it's a good covid friendly venue we're going to do things correctly here the groovy gravy secret stash seed exchange event happening may 22nd in denver if you are interested find the link in the show notes and the video description there's a link with uh, instructions how to get tickets uh, all the details you need will be in that link. Follow that link. Also, use coupon code RASTAJEFF, and you will save 20% off your ticket pricing. Once again, all of the VIP tickets are sold out. Uh, booths are sold out to the best of my knowledge. I cannot do anything to get you VIP tickets or a booth. Uh, the best I can do for you is give you this link. You can get tickets there. The other good thing I can offer you is coupon code RASTAJEFF, all one word, Jeff that will save you 20% off. If you're looking for any other uh, details or information, you of course will have to contact the Groovy Gravy group and they will get you figured out, get you situated. Again, I am a participant in this event. I'm not throwing the event. Uh, I am a, a paid vendor, so I can't give you any hookups, any deals, can't pull any strings for you. A lot of people have asked, that's why I'm saying this. Uh, I can get you that coupon code, Rasta Jeff saves you 20%, that's the best I could do. I look forward to seeing all of my friends in Denver, on the 22nd can't wait to see you there also you guys i was on the neighborhood hang my friends have started a podcast it's kind of a podcast it's a video show maybe it's a vodcast if you will they've got a show on youtube called the neighborhood grows grow show it is a great show it's mainly hosted by my buddy raptor there are a lot of great uh faces on there we got og purple thumbs on there we got dave on there uh duck Foot's on there of course Lori is on there tent hangs out on there there are a lot of great people i'm gonna forget somebody there's a lot of great uh friends and uh, family that hang out and congregate in the neighborhood. They've got a great podcast happening. I was a guest on Monday. If you did not catch the live show on Monday, I highly, because I do almost everything quite highly, I recommend you find the Neighborhood Grow show. Not only check out the episode I was on because I had a good time. I was very comfortable. I was very relaxed. I felt like I was just hanging out with my bros, uh, just doing a show. It wasn't even really an interview, but they interviewed me quite well. I recommend you find the episode I was on. Also, subscribe to their channel. Watch all of the other uh, previous and subsequent ep- episodes. Give them some... geez, su- I'm going to catch my breath. Give them some support. That was harder to say than it looked. Support the gang. Support the crew. Those are friends of mine. I got nothing but love and respect for them. We got to spread this cannabis love around. Uh, pass the love just like you do a joint. So, Support my friends on The Neighborhood Grows. The next order of business we need to talk about here is... I am a shit talker when it comes to smoking rosin. Boy, I am not a big fan of rosin. 75% of the time your rosin tastes like a popsicle stick or burnt popcorn. And I cannot stand the fucking flavor of a popsicle stick on my tongue. If you put a tongue depressor on my tongue, popsicle stick on my tongue, I can feel it in my bones, in my body right now. This weird, uh, they call it the chills. It's an uncomfortable fucking feeling. I got, I don't know if you call it chicken skins or goosebumps, whatever the fuck you call it, wherever you are. My skin's crawling, doing weird shit. I don't like a tongue depressor. I don't like that unfinished wood texture in my mouth. It's disgusting. A lot of times, that's what rosin tastes like to me burnt popcorn and a tongue depressor. And it makes my tongue and my face make this terrible shape. I go, ugh. And you can tell by looking that it looks like I just took a bite of poop. Uh, It's not pleasant. Anyway. I did take a dab of some rosin the past couple of days that was made by a friend that was uh, a gift that we can't talk too much about how it landed here and who got it to me. However, they know who they are. Uh, I talked about another product in a previous episode. My friend wondered if this was him. This time, bro, I am talking about your rosin. The shit was good. It was tasty. I got a nice buzz from it. It was heavy on the lungs and the flavor changed so many times. There were two jars One honestly is not my favorite, but it's smokable. The other one, I went back for more. So I do approve. I do enjoy the rosin. Uh, You guys are getting better. The rosin makers are getting better at making rosin is what I've noticed. You're learning the temperatures, the times, the techniques, it's all being dialed in and it's getting better. That being said, I'm still a batter fan. There's nothing, uh, nothing better than some good green dot batter. They do not pay me to say that. I actually... Uh, I just go buy all my product at the dispensary just like you do. Green Dot doesn't email me, message me. We have no relationship. Good product. All right. Uh, the reason I'm stoned is and rambly is because of the, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the strain that I smoked, but it was some rosin and it was delicious. It'll come to me. I think it was some, I don't want to say the wrong one. I know what it was. My brain will not allow me to say it. By the end of this episode, maybe I'll remember or I'll press pause, go find it, and then tell you the real name. It's one word. It's one word. I know the name of it just won't come to my head because I'm fucking plenty stoned. All right. Where are we going from there? It is springtime. This is where I could use your help. I do a lot of podcasting. I'm putting out a lot here. I'd like some feedback, some replies, some information. This I guess is what we're going to call the call to action in this episode. It is springtime. I was out today driving around, running some errands. You'll notice I'm not wearing a hoodie, no long sleeve shirt in this episode, rocking a t-shirt and jeans and sneakers. It is finally Freaking nice outside. It is the springtime. Spring is upon us. Uh, People are looking lovely out there. The sunshine's got people in a good mood. Also, they're driving like a dipshit, but that's beside the point. What I'm getting at is I want to make some spring and summer genetics and grow from your heart merchandise. However, that is not my niche. I'm not the best at that. I'm better at podcasting. I'm better at uh, being in the grow making seeds. Those are the things I should focus on. So I'm going to ask you for help somewhere out there is a clothing designer somebody with some cool artwork somebody that says it is my turn to step up and help rasta jeff what i'm looking for is some spring apparel designs things i can uh, have printed in mass that aren't super expensive and i can put them on my etsy store and get them out to the people so they can rock some new designs for the spring Uh, i do have the green and the orange shirts those are going to look good for spring and summer that purple shirt will look good i'll replenish those but we need some new designs maybe brand new merch new ideas I've expired, expended, exhausted. That's the word. I've exhausted my brain on merch ideas. I'm more focused on growing, breeding, and podcasting. So I'd like your help. Uh, what do you want with the IRE Genetics branding on it? What would you rock with the podcast logo on it? Where do we go next? Honestly, that is not my, uh, my avenue, my route, my wheelhouse. I'm better at this stuff. So I'm going to focus here, and I'm asking for your help. What merchandise is next? What do you think I could put out? I'd like to put out merchandise that works well. Uh, I sell seeds. So what would go well with the seeds I put out? Shirts are cool. Uh, hats are cool. Stuff like that is great. Stickers and things are awesome. But what are some other products maybe that you could see branded that you think would be beneficial to you and me as well? we could work together and get them in your hands. All right. I feel like I made my, my piece clear there. You know what I'm looking for? I need some merchandise help. Also, if you draw stuff, if you make logos, make designs, and you want to make like a certain color t-shirt tank top, something, We need merchandise for the ladies. I don't have any lady specific merchandise and the ladies look great out there in the summer. So we got to get them looking good. Whatever's on your mind that you think of. If you draw, if you create, send me an idea. Trust me. If you create something for me, you will be heavily compensated. Ask Dave. Dave does me favors. Dave gets well taken care of. I'm generous. I'm friendly. Anything I'm going to profit from, I promise you will profit from as well. If you do work for me, I, I turn the money around, it goes back. You'll get seeds, you'll get gifts, you'll get merchandise, you'll get whatever you ask for. I'll make it fair to you. So thank you. Um, that was a long ramble on just a little basic request for some help with merchandise, but um, fuck, you know me? We take dabs. We get rambling. All right, we're going to jump into these Patreon messages. I think I've covered all of the important part at the start here. Um, yeah, we've got a message that came from Patreon. This one comes from our friend, uh, Sacred Tree, organic Farms. And it says, what's up, Rasta Jeff. I've been keeping up to date on each show and I appreciate the hard work, but I haven't heard from you in a minute. I totally understand you're a busy guy. I really just wanted to make sure you're getting my contribution and that you got my messages about my business name being shouted out. So I can address two things here right now, uh, which are great things to talk about. Um, yes, I did get your message about giving you the shout out for the correct name. Let's recap that. In a previous episode, I did mention that I give you shout outs based on the names I've got on Patreon. I don't know what name uh, you signed up under. I don't know what your real name is. I don't know your Instagram name. I don't know your surname. I've got your name from Patreon. I said Instagram a moment ago, maybe I've got your Patreon name here on a paper. That's what I give you a shout out to, because that's the info I have got. If you'd like me to shout out a different name, you've got to message me. I will print out the paper that says, Hey, shout me out at this. I'll try to correlate, uh, the two names on the paper and remember to start using your requested shout out. So our friend, at sacred, sacred tree, organic farms. Yes, brother. Uh, I did receive your request to be shouted out as sacred tree, organic farms. Let's take a big moment and give a big salute, a grow from your heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to our friends. at sacred tree, organic farms for their continued support through Patreon. Now here's something else I want to address while I've got this topic open, I'm going to make sure I covered this, um, uh, getting your support, you got your shout out, big love, big respect. Thank you for that. Then it says, uh, take care, brother, bro. You take care as well. And thank you for the support. Thank you for the, uh, opening so that I can open up this box and talk about this topic. Now, the part I want to talk about is, um, there's one of me and there are over 250 patrons at this time. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. But it is hard to give each and every one of you undivided attention. So if you've sent me an email, if you've sent me a request, a message, I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you. I love you with all of my heart from the bottom of my long dreadlocks. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. But my inboxes have just become ridiculous and unmanageable. I'm trying. I'm doing my best, you guys. I get so many messages. Patreon becomes a priority, of course, because you do send funding with that. I feel like if you send money, I should pay attention to you first. You paid for me to look at the messages. I do. What I don't want is people to think that they're giving me uh, financial support and I'm ignoring you. I am getting a lot of support, a lot of messages, and there are 250 patrons, uh, 30,000 Instagram followers, uh, 60 something thousand cannabis followers, plus the 14,000 unanswered emails in my inbox. And the thing about emails that I've discovered I will sit here at this table and put on music just loud enough not to distract me, just to get me focused. I'll take a couple of dabs to get me in the zone. I'll get some snacks in my hand. So I'm just shoving snacks into my mouth and answering emails. Hours will go by. I will have answered a couple of hundred emails. And then guess what happens? Those people all reply. So it's like every hundred emails I send, 50 more reply. I only catch up halfway. I'm not complaining. I love it. It is a sign of success, it is a sign of longevity but I don't want you guys to feel like you're being ignored or neglected or whatever. I love you guys. Please don't stop with the message, but be patient with me. Realize it's just me, dude. Uh, that's why it's quality. I people say hire an intern. So I hire somebody to help you. I don't believe or trust that anybody will have the passion, enthusiasm, the care, the eye for detail for the seed company, the emails, the podcast. It's all got to be me. That's why it's successful. Maybe that's an ego thing, but I know it's working now. The only thing that's slacking is I'm not getting enough done. But as a business owner, if you can't catch up with the work, that's a good thing. That means you've got a business that's working, it's flowing. When I take a break and go, I'm bored, all my work's done, that's when I fucked up. That's when there's a problem. So please don't ever feel like I'm ignoring you, disrespecting you, blowing you off. I am up late. I start my day by answering messages. I finish my day by answering messages. My girlfriend's like, hey, do you ever stop working? And I'm like, I wish. Like, I'm totally paying attention to you, but also I've got to answer these Patreon messages. So uh, shout out to her for being awesome and putting up with the 24-hour work. But also, you guys, I'm trying. And I think I've made my point. I'm just stunned and rambly. I love you guys. I'm not ignoring you. It's just me. I'm going to take a drink. All right. I did cover that topic quite well. We beat the shit out of that dead horse. Let's move on to another topic that is more grow focused, something we could talk about and learn something here. Uh, This one came from our friend Cincy11 on Patreon. Big shout out to my buddy Cincy11. Sends me a lot of great messages. Um, We did talk about uh, some other stuff and I replied why I don't do it. And he replied with good point, haters suck. Uh, That was part of a private conversation, but you're very correct, brother. Haters do suck. Shout out to all my haters out there. If you're watching this out of hatred, out of spite, I love you. I hope you're doing well. I hope you uh, gain success and I hope you have a wonderful life. Hug a hater, send them on their way. Now this message goes, I do have a few ideas for episodes. I like that. This one says I've got a two by four, a two foot by four foot, not a two inch by four inch, but a two foot by four foot dry and cure tent. So they've taken a grow tent and they've modified it and set it up to be their drying space. They're drying their chopped down flowers in this tent. It says, I have now found that if you use a two by four tent with exhaust, you can exhaust with a duct fan into a four inch carbon filter for like five to 10 days. The plants are hanging down during this period. Then you can take them off the strings, use plastic bins and leave them uh, in there. Just uh, then take them off the strings, leave them just enough of a stem to trim with. Then let them sit in the same environment with the plastic bins on the ground for five to 10 more days. Uh, then trim it and jar it. Burp, with, burp for three weeks daily, leaving in the tent. This method has worked well and is simple and easy. Uh, that's a great idea. That is a great way to use a grow tent. A lot of us are growing in the grow tent and don't have a place to dry and cure. That tent that you grew in would be perfect. Just modify it a little bit. Don't turn on the light because we don't need the light. Uh, just like our friend said, use an exhaust. So that you're sucking out all that stale air, uh, use a carbon filter. So you're not spreading that, uh, intense aroma around because once you harvest, the smell is fucking intense. Once you start rustling those trichomes around, moving the plants around, it really gets stinky. So you got your grow tent, you got your carbon filter, you got your blower in there. You're sucking out the stale air. You're bringing in fresh air. A little bit of air movement is good. Not ridiculous air movement in there. You don't want it blowing on those plants, but yeah, you've got the right idea. They're hanging upside down, which is ideal. Uh, take them off the string, use clean plastic bins and leave just enough of a stem to trim with. That sounds ideal to me. Basically similar to what we would do in a commercial environment. I'll talk on that in a second. Let them sit in the same environment in the plastic bins on the ground. Yes. something. The only thing you're not doing that I do in a commercial environment is I put a humidifier and a dehumidifier in that room. I don't use a tent. I have a room uh, with locks and cameras and shit, but I put those divide I put a humidifier and dehumidifier in the same room and set them both at 50% and let them fucking fight. That way it is always 50% humidity in that room. If you can control the, uh, temperature, that would be ideal as well. I understand this is in your home. Uh, but it sounds like you're doing the right thing. Um, leave them for, so you've got them hanging for five to 10 days on the ground for five to 10 more days. That's going to be 14, 20 ish days. That's right around the right time period. Then trim it and jar it, then burp three weeks daily, leaving in the tent. Um, at this point, you could take them out of the tent if you wanted to. You put them on a shelf or whatever, but if you want to leave them in the tent, that's cool. Uh, this met- method has worked well and is simple and easy. Yes, that's a great idea because a lot of people don't have dry and cure space. They did not plan for that. They did not prep for that. They don't know where they're going to do it. So that tent is a great space. Why not just utilize that space? You've already paid rent, already bought the gear. Uh, it may slow you down two weeks on your next crop, but if you're not looking for production, if you're just running this small crop, that is a beautiful idea. Since the 11, thank you for the great idea. Um, if you got any more questions, brother, I do look forward to hearing from you. Guys, use that space you've got. Guys and gals, use the space you've got. The only thing I would do differently, uh, I would add that humidifier and dehumidifier, but uh, you might be in just the right area to where you don't need to do that. I've got an area in my basement that is perfect for drying and curing plants. I don't have to add or subtract anything. The plants just fucking love it. So, sometimes we get lucky. All right. I do have another question. This one says, if not bad genetics, what causes hermaphrodites or intersex traits? That is a very, very good question. Most of the time, if we see intersex traits in a plant, we immediately blame genetics. It's either genetics or grower, right? Those are the two things that could have been, but there's something we often overlook. And my buddy, James Bean calls it the Jurassic Park effect. And I completely agree with that. Um, The bottom line is life finds a way. Uh, Cannabis is an annual plant that is designed to live for one season. It's supposed to veg, flower, produce seeds, die. The seeds grow next year. Annual plant, one season, one year. We have developed plants that don't produce pollen and don't produce any seeds because they are sensimilia plants. We've taken the males out of the equation. There's no seeds in the female plants. These plants know there's no seeds. They know they're not getting pollen. A female plant's whole goal in life is to get pollinated. That's all she wants. It's her sole purpose is to get pollinated and make seeds so that we can continue this uh, generation or this, brand, this uh, seed line, however, whatever label you want to put on it, this brand of seeds can continue for generations and generations. The male plant's whole idea is to drop loads of pollen on those female plants to continue his bloodline. That's why the male plant gets taller The pollen falls down. The female plants are lower. They receive the pollen. They make seeds. The season ends. They either get frozen. They fall to the ground and die. The wind drops them down. The birds eat them, shit out the seeds somewhere else. Seeds are scattered randomly, chaotically, just like pollen. So that's not happening in our grow rooms. It's just simply not happening. We don't have birds. We don't have bees. uh, We don't have a lot of things happening in there. These plants know. The female plants are like fucking horny. I've been in this room for this many weeks. I've been in flower around week three. I really should have got jizzed on and got filled up with seeds, but that didn't happen. I'm like nine weeks into flower. My trichomes are ripe. My leaves are weird. The season changed in here. He's got it nice and cold. He changed the fucking light cycle. I don't know what to do. I'm going to die and I didn't get pollinated. So I'm not going to get to make babies watch this. And so that plant just goes boink and it makes a fucking seed because life finds a way just like Jurassic park, bro. They only had female plants, but or they only had female dinosaurs, but somehow one of them female dinosaurs, some immaculate conception, some, some biblical shit happened, and there are more dinosaurs. Cannabis plants work just like that. They will create their own seeds. They will create their own pollen. Uh, there are ways to make this happen also, um, what causes Herms. So stress will do it. Uh, bad genetics will do it. Overfeeding, underfeeding, terrible environment will do it but letting it go way too long will also do it. If you let, if that plant should have been chopped down at week eight and you let it go to week 10 or 11, it will hermaphrodite on you. A lot of things can contribute to intersex traits and hermaphroditism. It should have been washed out in the breeding. It should have been selected better. That should have been, uh, before we gave you seeds or spread them out, we should have realized there's a trait in there that needs to be bred out or the seeds need to be tossed. But Any plant has the opportunity to uh, show an intersex trait. It has got the will to survive. Life will find a way. And shout out to my buddy James Bean for coining that Jurassic Park term. I don't know if he made that up, but that is who I heard it from. Life will find a way, just like Jurassic Park. So um, if not bad genetics, what are some causes of hermaphrodites? The will to survive, bro, is the main cause for hermaphrodites. It's not just bad genetics. Sometimes grower error. You have to keep in mind that a lot of the chem dog stuff, a lot of the OG stuff is prone to being hermaphroditic, to showing intersex traits. It's up to us to not give it the opportunity. We know that certain things in the room will trigger that. Overfeeding it, underfeeding it, too much cold, drastic temperature swings, shit like that. Stress at all will cause a Chem 91 or a real old school OG Kush plant to just go herm on you. Overwatering it. Overwatering an OG Kush plant can cause it to turn into an intersex plant. It already was intersex. It'll cause it to show the intersex trait. So a lot of things can trigger that. You can grow a plant several, several times, and just one new thing can really piss it off and make it display that intersex trait for you. All right, I've got one more great message. This is a good one. It's kind of a long message. I'm going to cut to the chase once I start reading it. I don't know if they want their name said because uh, I do... Uh, you'll understand why it says i hope you uh, this finds you well i've had issues maintaining a constant temperature and keeping humidity up in my tents i will set the stage for you to better help you wrap your head around this problem i like that approach i will end with the steps i plan on taking to look forward uh look i will end with the steps i plan on taking and i look forward to hearing from your expertise so this is a great way to set up an email Uh, it says i have two tents in a room. Uh, that is as sealed as can be while maintaining an inconspicuous outside view. That's fucking understandable. In my veg tent, I have two LEDs. And then we talk a little bit about the grow. Then we come to the main problem of the grow. The room itself has uh, temperature fluctuations. Um, We can't get the room much lower than 83 degrees. I have taken more of a MacGyver approach for this problem. And I would like to avoid bringing in AC units, expensive regulators, and so on. But If that's what it has to be, then so be it. It says so far, my steps have been placing buckets of water with an air pump and stone in the tents. That's not going to make it cool. You need cool. It says I moved my flower tent to the coldest part of the room away from the basic radiator to have to maintain minimum heat, which it obviously didn't work. Then it says I'm a brand new grower and I've listened to your collection of grow tips four times and I would like to have a nice setup before I start my new seeds. Any criticism is appreciated and keep it up. Um, So I had a lot to say about this message and then I just cut right to the chase. I was like, bro, you can do all kinds of magic. You can hope and pray. You can move shit around. The answer is buy an air conditioner. Why are you dodging an air conditioner? You can make this job as hard as you want. You can make this grow as challenging as you want on yourself or you already said it. I could buy an air conditioner. You've already brought buckets into the room and put bubblers and shit in there you're moving things around. You're trying to do MacGyver tricks. Why not go to the store and buy the air conditioner and install the AC? So I said, uh, um, buy the air conditioner, bro. And then he said, an update, I buckled and got a regular AC unit. And I said, uh, sorry for the slow reply, but you have made the correct move. Sometimes in a grow environment, you have just got to bite the bullet and get the correct gear. You can try to MacGyver stuff. You can duct tape stuff. You can rig stuff up however you want, but every bud you grow, every half-ass, larfy, fluffy nugget that you produce is going to show that your grow room was not what it could have been. You know your flaw. You know your weakest link. Why are you going to let that weak link, that chink in the armor, the fucking the weak part be the weak part? You know it. That's Fix that. You did. You did. You stepped up. But I'm just saying, anybody out there who's thinking like this, Uh, it is springtime. It's about to go into summertime. It's not the time to be cheap. Now is the time to get the dehumidifier. You need the air conditioner. You need get that room dialed in properly. You're growing medicine. You're growing a product. You want high quality. Um, when I worked at guitar center, I used this to explain things to customers. You could buy a cheap ass guitar if you want, but it's going to hurt the kids fingers. It's going to sound like shit. It's never going to be fun to play. You're never going to sound like Metallica on that shit ass guitar or you could step it up and not buy the lowest level. You could buy a guitar center. It's, it goes good, better, best. You could buy better. You could buy the medium range guitar where it doesn't kill your fingers every time you play. And it's got potential to have good tone. And it's not going to fall apart. It's not going to come out of tune. Every time you hit the fucking strings, get the better. Don't get the, the shitty one, the good one, get the better one so that you actually enjoy growing your, your goal here is to produce a product, but also growing can be very therapeutic for me being in the grow room. I don't answer the phone. If I'm in the grow room and anybody calls it, maybe if the daughter calls, cause my daughter might need something. I'll answer for her. Anybody else, uh, the girlfriend, the company, the banker, the accountant, I don't answer for them. That's I'm in the garden, dude. That is my Zen space. That is my moment. That is my area. You can't fuck with me. And if I just cheap assed it and used a shitty half-assed piece of gear in there, I wouldn't have any pride in it. And it wouldn't feel Zen when I was in there. So put a lot of pride into it. And also understand that it, this is a budget issue for a lot of people, but don't cheap out. You're buying other things. I bet you like maybe just don't buy that PlayStation game or that Xbox game. Did I fucking say that? That's like me saying, don't buy that one pair of sneakers so that you can buy that air conditioner. But you know what? I'm buying the sneakers now because I bought all the air conditioners already and they're running and the rooms are working. So I know things are where they need to be. And in turn, the business is working. So since I put the money in, there's money coming out. I can buy the sneakers now. You got to put the money in to get the product out you want. My point is, if you're going to do this shit, have pride in it. Have 100% pride. If you go in there and you just half-ass it and the product comes out and you half-ass it when you smoke it, it will be a half-ass product. You'll have half-ass pride in it. Anything that you grow and you smoke and you consume that you put pride into, you're going to feel a better buzz, more pride when you consume it. So put pride in there. We've talked about this on a previous episode. A lot of you are growing, allegedly, maybe, potentially, possibly, in an illegal place. If you're going to do it, fucking do it. Like, don't go in there and just half-ass it. Have pride in it. Felonies aren't free. Don't commit that crime to fucking just be doing it. Commit that fucking felony to win. Like, if you're going to go in, fucking go in, dude. All right. I feel like I rambled for a long time. I've got another message here, but I think we should save this one because uh, I've been going for a long time and the throat is nice and dry. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen, chuckers. I want to thank you again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. Um, If you feel like this episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, maybe you'd like to make a financial contribution to the show. Maybe you'd like to show some support like my friend crazy hands does big shout out to crazy hands for supporting the show. Also big shout out to my friends, Stony, like baloney and Kurt Z for being huge supporters of the show without guys like easy. 057 and Aldridge, this show wouldn't be what it is. I'm trying to sneak in more Patreon shout outs because they are overloaded. I've got a lot of them that I'm due. I need to do more episodes, put more shout outs in the episodes, but got to sneak them in there where it is smooth. If you feel like the episode was educational, informative, entertaining, you'd like to support us. All you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information is right there. Uh, once again, big thanks to everybody who supports the show. If you've got any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. My email address is grow from your heart at hotmail.com. Again, that's where you can send questions corrections comments concerns or also your merchandise ideas I don't know if I gave you the email address before that is the spot to send those submissions trust me you'll get paid once again if you uh, what else do we got for you the website that's where we're going uh, make sure you check out the website all things Irie genetics all things grow from your heart are featured on my website riegenetics.com check it out um, I think that's all I've got for you. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. This was a sloppy-ass ending, but it was natural, and sometimes that's how it goes. Thank you guys for listening. I look forward to joining you in just a few days. I want to give a giant shout-out to my buddy OG Purple Thumb. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.